Welcome to Movie House, a weekly production of Delta College Public Radio. I'm your host, Mark Brown. Together, this year's late summer blockbusters, Barbie and Oppenheimer, or Barbenheimer as they've been dubbed, had the fourth highest box office opening in history. And Barbie is the biggest opening for a film directed by a woman ever. As of this writing, Oppenheimer has earned over $400 million after only a week in theaters, and Barbie, that extremely unlikely juggernaut, has made over $780 million. For Hollywood and the theater industry, two entities that have been struggling for years, it's fantastic news because it signals a few things. Number one, people are willing to come to the theater and even see a movie they're interested in more than once. Theater attendance was dwindling before the pandemic, and with the massive tidal wave of streaming options sweeping the world, more and more people are watching movies from the couch rather than the theater. Barbie and Oppenheimer show that for the right movies, people want the theater experience. Number two, neither Barbie nor Oppenheimer are part of the MCU, the DCU, or any kind of multiverse. Ken and Barbie may wear spandex at times, but it's not the sort they put on to fight crime. For these two movies to be successful and not have anything to do with superheroes or comic books or extended cinematic universes is a win for just normal, standalone movies that are simply meant to be movies, not tie-ins that set up the next five years' worth of theater releases. However, I should mention that following its huge success, the message studio executives received about Barbie is not that there's a desperate appetite for movies that center women and address patriarchy and inequality in sharp and original ways. No. They saw the dollar signs and immediately started talking about a Mattel or Fisher-Price shared cinematic universe and apparently have already been talking to J.J. Abrams about directing a movie based on Hot Wheels cars. Anyway, I'll discuss Oppenheimer next week, but there's very little I can add to what's already been said about Barbie. It's become a fascinating cultural lightning rod. One friend of mine said she literally felt the presence of God in the theater affirming her womanhood during the climax featuring Rhea Perlman as Ruth Handler, the creator of Barbie, addressing her famous creation. And on the other hand, absurd right-wing agitators are getting a ton of mileage out of dumb stunts like burning Barbie dolls and ranting about how the film is anti-male, which, by the way, it's not. So all I will say is this. Barbie's not a perfect film. It's a little loosey-goosey with its approach to the rules of the worlds it inhabits. And Gerwig's love for improv isn't really left in the best hands when it comes to Will Ferrell and some others. And it is still just another take on a firmly established corporate intellectual property rather than something wholly original. However, with those caveats in mind, Barbie is also audacious, creative, and very funny in spots. The casting is terrific, and each performer throws themselves into their role. Most importantly, I would hazard that Barbie, with its chaotic little kids making it up as they go along vibe, has done more to stimulate real conversation about what it is to be a woman in the 21st century than any other film I can think of in recent history. And through its depiction of the Kens, it's turned the tables and raised questions about how women have been depicted in male-oriented stories basically since the beginning of time. And it also created a hilarious skewering of toxic masculinity that is also pretty compassionate, showing that most so-called alpha males are just confused little boys who don't exactly know how to be grown men. Barbie is not perfect, but few films are, and I can't think of a film that has made more people feel this seen 
or stimulated this much meaningful conversation about essential topics in a long time. Movie House is a production of Delta College. I'm Mark Brown of Delta's Arts and Letters Division. Tune in next week for another new review. You can find past episodes of Movie House at deltapublicmedia.org and wherever you get your podcasts.